Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul Douglas, along with DJ on a Friday. Hope your Friday is going well, and thank you for spending some time with us today. The U.S. Senate approved a $40 billion emergency aid package for Ukraine. And the bill is being flown to South Korea where President Joe Biden will sign it during his first trip to Asia. Weird that they would physically fly the bill. I mean, they don't they don't have fax machines in the White House. They can't scan it and send it. I guess it has to it's weird. I don't I don't I don't get it. But whatever. Uh look, we're helping NATO is helping uh the European European Union is helping in a big way. And uh it's all about boots on the ground, though, right? It, it's it's not just the people who are fighting on the front line. It's about the food, the logistics, the armor, and the doctors and nurses who have spent time in Ukraine trying to help where they can. Rick McClary is a loyal CCO listener. He's joined us a couple of times bragging, and he should be bragging, about his daughter, Tally, who... Uh, Spent time nursing in Ukraine. Now Tally is back, and I'll bet she has some stories to tell. Tally McClary joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hey, Tally. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So how long were you over there? I was there for four weeks, through uh, kind of the beginning of March to the beginning of April. Wow. And I, where were you in Ukraine? So I was in um, kind of a central part of Ukraine. Um, can't give the city name, but um, I was at a, uh, we had, we set up field hospitals. And so we had set up a field hospital for mostly urgent care type of um, issues. Um, and so mostly what we did is take care of urgent care needs um, and people from Ukraine that were displaced, like leaving, you know, the eastern side and things like that to come to more safer spots. And so then they would come to us for their um, urgent care needs. Tally, were, were you tending battlefield injuries or was it more the local population urgent care for the people that lived in that city? Um, it was, we had some, some wounds from like shrapnel and things um you know things falling on people when their city was bombed um but 
and then but it was like old wounds like you know they'd be like a week old or something because then they had fled their area mm-hmm. uh Kharkiv and all those places they had fled and so then when they came to us we were helping them with um some you know older wounds and then we had um people directly impacted by the war um in other ways and then we had a lot of displaced Ukrainians so they're not from the area they had come to the area for safety and so uh that was the majority of our patients were patients that had come there from other areas of Ukraine that were under attack or under siege and then they would come for safety and then that's that is the majority of the patients that we saw Tally, how did you get over there? How did you make the decision, and why did you make the decision to go? Well, um, I work for Samaritan's Purse and their disaster assistance response team. And so um, we go wherever the need is. Sorry. <laughs> I'm at work, so oh. the helicopter. Um so we uh, we go wherever the need is, um, and so that can be natural disasters, uh, war-torn areas, um, outbreaks of whatever kind, and so they just send us wherever they need us, and um, I just felt compelled from the moment I started seeing things happening um, in Ukraine, and so when I got the call pretty quick uh, after, you know, the... Um, the event started, um, I, I just immediately said, yes, I'll go. So, um, well, of course I'll go. Yeah. I, I'm in awe of the people who put their lives on hold here in the United States and have rushed to Ukraine. So kudos to you and, and the other doctors and nurses with Samaritan's Purse. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I'm sure in your mind's eye, you had maybe some ideas of what you would encounter I'm curious, how did the reality on the ground differ, or did it differ, from what you imagined you would see? Um, yeah, initially when they call us to go, you really don't know what you're walking into. You're just Your answer is just, yes, I'll go. And so um, I'm an ER nurse, and so I was kind of anticipating, you know, the ER scene. Um, so, And we do have a full, a full ER, ICU, OR over there as well. But then uh, we went to a different area of the country that had a different need, which was more urgent care. So, so that was different right off the bat. And um, it was good because we had time to actually talk to the people and get to know them and really, you know, pour into their lives as opposed to just treating injury after injury. Um, so that was really great. And I think the thing that struck me is um, they're just like living their lives. Um, there's educated people, there's people that are in university, there's people that are, you know, just doing their jobs, raising families, and just literally left um, their homes and fled. And so it was just really striking that, I mean, this just could be anybody. I guess I was just was like so, such a weird thing. I've been to other places and other situations, and you sometimes can't relate as much, but you could just look at them and just think, wow, they're just living their life and it's just disrupted. And so um, that was probably the most shocking thing was just, just getting to know them as just people that are just um, in, a, in a trauma right now, in a conflict and a trauma. And that was hard to, hard to wrap my brain around yeah. a lot of it. I don't blame you. 
The people of Ukraine, I've been very impressed. I mean, they, they're, you know, they're not waffling. And, and I realize many people, especially women and children, did in fact flee uh, to Poland and Romania and other countries within the NATO bloc. But a lot of people, I'm struck by the number of people who are staying and trying to have a normal life, if that's possible, in a war zone, and how stoic they are and their sense of resolve that they're going to push the invaders back, which, which has to be complicated for Ukraine because many of them have relatives in Russia. And it's just this well, weird correct. dynamic, right? Yes, correct. They're, they're family. I mean, some of them have a Russian parent and a Ukrainian parent or, you oh. know, relatives. And so that was that was hard. It was hard on them, hard for them um, to talk about. Uh, we had a lot of the, our interpreters were people that were displaced. And so um, they were helping us translate. But at the same time, they were also dealing with their own upheaval and trauma. And um, but I think it was also healing for them, too. Just there's just a a very um, united front. They're very supportive. There's people opening their homes to strangers, letting them stay. Um, it's, it's, they're just very united and um, stoic is a good word. And uh, so that it was, um, it was, it was, you know, it's cool to see that. It's cool to see people just band together and um, hold each other up and encourage each other and help each other. So that was, that was really neat to see and be a part of as well. My sense is they want the same things we expect here in the United States and, and much of the West, right? They want the right to self-determination. They want to choose their future. They want to choose their representatives. Um, they, they want freedom, right? They want the same kind of freedom that we all want here in the West. And I'm just curious, what was their reaction to you? I mean, do they like Americans? Do they appreciate the support? Uh, what was their reaction uh, as you got to know some of these people a little bit better? They were so appreciative. They, I had many of them just tell us, we can't believe how many people in the world care about us. Like They, they would just say that. They were just um, in awe that people would put their lives on hold or come to a, a, you know, a country that is involved in a war, that they would... Um, that they would have people, so many people caring for them and, and wanting to help them. They talked about it a lot. And um, that, that felt pretty neat. You know, we're neutral. We go in neutral. We don't take sides. We take care of needs. And um, hmm. so we just really try to just go in and do the job set before us. But, um, you know, we all want freedom and rights. You know, we all do. So they're no different in that way. They just want to live their lives and... Um, so yeah, it was, uh, they were very, very thankful and grateful that there was so many people. I mean, he commented on it a lot about how many people in the world just are caring for them. Well, Telly, I'm in awe. And I have to ask you the question this hour, what's at the top of your list when it comes to stress? I mean, most Americans are stressed out. Is there one thing for you personally that's at the top of your list when it comes to stress? The top of my list for stress, um, I probably have different stressors. I feel like maybe top of my list list is my body not uh, being as young as I want it to be anymore. So (laughs) that's probably truly it. It's just like, oh, I just want to go, go, go and do, do, do. And, you know, my, my, um, I'm not old, but, you know, I just, I just don't have the same. But yes, that stresses me out. And, um, 
And then I would just say just everything that I see happening in America. I just want unity. I just want, I just want people to just, just be unified again and just, you know, talk, not fight, just talk and agree to disagree and embrace differences instead of just always battle over them. So those are probably my top stressors, I guess. Well, you and I share that concern, and uh, I wish you the very best. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.